0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Creating Connections. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I was off the last week and a half, so I was MIA last week with this episode. Um, I just didn't post one because I was with family, so I'm really excited to get back at it and was actually inspired by these travels back home to talk about something in particular today with you guys. And that is, let me kick it off with a story. So going back home, um, just a little backstory. Jay and I got engaged in April of last year. It is currently July 9th. You could say that we've been engaged for a year and four months now. And so three months. And so people are starting to ask like, yo, when is the date? When is the wedding? Um, Just because, you know, people usually get engaged and get married within the next year or so. And so this question kept getting popped back up in conversations. And it was kind of like the question that we were asked. It wasn't Whoa, how is life it's not how is this going or how are you doing but just like when is this happening and this anxiety that I felt was very similar to a time in my life where I think we could potentially all relate to or a good amount of us and it was when we were graduating from high school and people were asking us you know what's the next big big thing what school are you going to um what Is your major and what are you gonna do with your life after that? And these were really big questions that we were asked just as, you know, 18 year olds. And I think it's crazy because now that I look back at it, I would never ask a kid and expect them at 18 to know exactly what they wanna do with their life. But it did feel like adults at Thanksgiving dinner and parents and friends of parents were drilling us at that time and although they probably meant well and were just trying to have conversation with us at that age, I definitely felt like I had to have some kind of script ready and just say the same thing every single time even if I wasn't fully sold on what I was saying and it was just it just sounded good and it made some sense that's what I would say every single time. And I mean obviously this is problematic because I Maybe didn't do as much exploring into the fields that I would have been interested in because I felt the pressure to just kind of decide. And I really don't think there's enough time that's being given to choosing the college that you want to go to and choosing your career. I feel like everything just hits you all at once. Um, And that may not be the case for everyone, but that is how it felt for me. And so very similarly to high school MAGDA and this MAGDA that's now 28 years old is there is that same question um that comes from expected timelines in people's lives right so like now that I'm 28 and I'm engaged the questions are you know when are you having kids when are you getting married when is just like when are you picking a place to live at for the rest of your life which feels like the the same thing as like what are you going to work in for the rest of your life and I just feel like we don't operate like that anymore um I just think the world has changed a lot since our parents have um made those big decisions. And so I just think those questions are very interesting because I don't have an answer. I don't really force it anymore. Um, And I really think we're all navigating how to answer that as 29-year-olds now. Like, I don't know, do we really have to pick one place to live in? Um, That seems like a lot of pressure. But anyways, I wanted to talk about this timeline pressure thing that happens at certain parts of your life because I wanted to spend this time to hopefully help you pick out what areas of your life you're simply doing because of this let's just call it timeline pressure and so this little exercise is going to help you find out which goals are related to this timeline pressure and if they are goals that you need to reevaluate necessarily so the first thing we're going to do is take a step back and write down all of the current things on your mind that Come up when I say, What are the next steps in your life? and what goals have you been kind of thinking about, right? Whether it's buying your first home or um, getting a career because you've now graduated college, and whatever that list may be, I think just writing it out would be healthy because you're able to kind of see it, right? And then from there, each goal, I think we need to think about if there's any people in particular that come. In, come to mind with this goal. Literally, like your parents' face pops up when you think of, I don't know, buying a house, because they're the people that are always like, when are you buying a home? Why are you buying a home? Like, this is what you need next in your financial endeavors. Um, I feel like writing this stuff out is actually really easy for me because when I get asked the question of like when is the wedding happening I immediately do not think of just like I I think of other people asking and how like our parents are very interested in knowing that and it's not a bad thing I know it all comes from love but I also just know that that's just not what we're focused on we're focused on our finances just because there's a lot happening in the world right now in the economy and financial stability is probably going to be the focus for the next couple of months and maybe like eight months or so just for the next couple of months, because I know that that would help alleviate a lot of things and help in the wedding process, right? Because weddings are not cheap. They are productions in America. So, um, just, yeah, it's really hard to not think about money when people bring up weddings. And so anyways, that, I guess, naming where the pressure comes from for each goal is very easy for me because like I said, I think of the people that immediately ask these questions and I weigh in like, do I get anxiety when they ask? Do I try to avoid this question or is it kind of like a nonchalant ask and I don't mind answering it? Um, To me, that is very obvious. It was very obvious when I was graduating high school and people were asking me about the next big, big steps in life. So I hope it is that obvious to you as well as you're writing this list. Now, the second component to this list is, well, it's actually not to the list, but it's just me giving you a little pep talk, um, is just reminding you what timelines are, I guess, and why they kind of aren't really real, right? So I know that we've heard of those stories of like the parent, the mom going back to school and choosing a different career. We've heard of the stories of people completely changing degrees and like making an entirely different life for themselves at 30, at 40. And so it's funny because we, you know, the media likes to showcase these little stories and kind of make them sound like this really, incredible task which they are because obviously responsibilities grow as you get older but why can't we think of ourselves as that incredible story that we see come up on the news or on social media of that older person being able to completely redirect their life and I am 100% not saying that you need to be in your 40s to make this life change you could literally do it now even as myself as a 28 year old but I do think that after our early 20s there is this pressure, which I feel like in your early 20s, you don't notice it. But when you're older, you sort of think like your time has passed, which is just funny, because like time is just relative, right? Um, But no one is really saying like, this needs to happen within these five years, or else you are doomed for the rest of your life. Absolutely not. People will say that you can make anything work as long as you put your mind to it. And so, yes, like I mentioned earlier, responsibilities grow as you get older, but that doesn't take away from your ability to redirect your life and make it more of what you want it to be as opposed to just like going by the script and saying yes to things and just doing things because it's expected of you, right? Like going to college, getting a job, um, buying a home, et cetera, et cetera realistically times have changed from when our parents went to school and did all that stuff got married prices have changed and so I don't think it's completely quote-unquote selfish to think of life differently and timelines differently like for example women are having babies now within their 30s as opposed to their early 20s which now I can't even fathom having a child that young um and it's just there's just so much there's so many differences in the way that our parents grew up and that we grew up and so it's not wrong to acknowledge that it's not wrong to feel quote-unquote selfish I guess from from wanting to uh to establish yourself more um within your 20s and 30s before kind of just like hitting the gas on starting a family and having a career or not having a career but buying a house stuff like that the permanent stuff the stuff that's like very hard to change right jobs you can change but once you grow a family like you're, you're Time is dedicated to that. So I don't think it's selfish and I just want this to serve as a reminder for you and for myself because I know that when we want to take more time in certain chapters of our life, it's really easy to, I think, have that little voice in your head pop in where you're like, "just it just sounds selfish, right? But it's not because the second thing that I want to attach to this little reminder for you is that this is your life at the end of the day. I remember learning this really clearly when I was getting into fitness and taking it more seriously in my life. I would meal prep at one point, very, very extreme. <clears throat> like I would bring meals to restaurants when I was like eating with my friends. And I'm not saying that that's exactly what I'm pushing here or advocating, but I am saying that like I was a, ter- a determined person at that time to hit a certain goal um, with my fitness goals. And what I did like about that time was I realized that at the end of the day, my health is in my hands. so if I wanted to see what I would feel like and and how I would perform at the gym without alcohol and without eating out because I wanted to just be able to consume what I made and you know be mindful of the sodium and whatnot and um and all the fats and whatnot. I think that's not selfish, but most people would think you're probably too extreme or crazy, but I did make it super clear to myself that at the end of the day, I go home to just myself. I go home, I take care of myself. Like I have to deal with the repercussions of if I didn't have such strict fitness goals and I never pushed myself to that extreme, well, then I would have to deal with that feeling afterwards of like, oh... Now I'm seeing high cholesterol levels or whatever the effects may be because you didn't feel like pushing your health to what it was you internally were going for, right? So I know that that's just related to fitness, but I think you can make this about anything in your life, Um, particularly your career. If you keep going at it in a career that doesn't fulfill you, it's only going to get harder the more you grow and grow and get older. Because at the end of the day, like whoever influenced you is probably not going to be as much of an influence um, when you start having your own family and your own kids and stuff. And so it's just kind of silly to make your own timelines based off of others' expectations when those people will go about their day and probably not blink or think twice about your life anymore. And here you are living by their rules. So... This is something that will take some time, I think, to swallow, but the more you remind yourself of this, I think the more it's easier to accept that like, I am on my personal timeline, fuck a timeline, really, and my timeline can look like anything. I feel like we talk about this sometimes, but we don't truly live by it. In the conversations that we have with other people, like I said, we still ask kids at Thanksgiving dinner that are graduating high school, what are you doing for the rest of your life? As opposed to like, how are you feeling and what are some things that drive you? I don't know, just more questions that would be related to the person and their ambitions as opposed to the box they want to fit in eventually. And so, yeah, I just feel like this is something to keep in mind as you're making this list and just kind of reminding yourself that at the end of the day, it is just you and your and just yourself. Um, Despite your significant other, like it's up to you to maintain and basically provide for your well-being. And so that's why you need to prioritize what your ambitions are, what your health is, goals, stuff like that. And so the third thing that I would say after this little exercise is just taking some time and this is completely in like another episode or or just like another chunk of your day, completely focusing on redirecting those aspects of your timeline that are just coming from the pressure of someone else. Um, This is obvious. This is something that needs to happen, but I really need you guys to soak up the first step and the second thing I just mentioned, um, just realizing how important prioritizing your actual internal drives are as opposed to what people want your life to be and then get to step three which is redirecting your goals redirecting your focus and I think this place needs to come from meditation this place needs to come from just like you know really tunnel visioning what that future can look like without the influence of anyone else and I think you know this is a huge step it's going to take some time it's going to take some meditating like I said um but it's a healthy step and once you have this figured out it's not like you have to do this all the time I think it's good to check in with yourself like every year to see if those goals still align with the human that you're evolving to be but I do think this is a crucial exercise in understanding yourself better and just you know, being happy with your life because the more you're in tune with your actual internal goals, the more that I think you'll find joy in the everyday life. And so anyways, I do want to end it there. I hope this is helpful. I hope this has realized or shown you that at the end of the day, you know, you can wake up from these timeline pressures that you've created from yourself and you can create the future that you want and not the future that you're expected to have. And so with that, I hope you feel empowered. I hope you feel, um, I guess at ease with this and not as anxious about it. And if not, I hope that this, um, step-by-step process will help ease that anxiety that comes from those questions that we get asked all the time about our lives. But other than that, guys, I hope you have a fabulous week and I will catch you guys next time.